Today on this episode on the Goof Duck Podcast Remy and Joey are heading to the Crooked Can Brewing Company to do another podcast episode to have a chat with a very special guest so stay tuned. Have you ever what it's like to work for a theme park? Do you enjoy live music? What about nerdy stuff like comic books video games? Then tune to the Goof Duck Podcast right here on Spotify. Go check out all of the Goof Duck content on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and on YouTube for those amazing Goof Duck videos. The Goof Duck Podcast is a proud sponsor for the Crooked Can Brewing Company in Winter Garden, Florida. You can hear every episode on Spotify and once a month on a corporate time with Tom and Dan on Real Radio 104.1. And now ladies and gentlemen get ready because you're about to go on an epic journey with Remy and Joey. You are now listening to the Goof Duck Podcast right here on Spotify, enjoy. Welcome to another edition podcast episode on the Goof Duck Podcast. We are in our stomach ground. Home sweet home. Windsor Garden, Florida. We are at the Crooked Can Brewing Company and we're also in the, the barrel, barrel room. room. I love the barrel room, dude. I, I'm actually getting addicted to the barrel room right now. It is so peaceful in here. I, do, I love weekends here. All the dogs are out. I oh, love yeah. dogs. They're so cute, man. All, you see these little puppies running around playing. They all got their little bowl. What a cool hangout. <laughs> this is, this is a, a hidden gem. Well, I shouldn't say a hidden gem in Winter Garden. It's the size of a city block. But it's an unappreciated gem out here. Right. Like this, this brewery does it right. I mean, it's a, I mean, it's a nice little, it's a nice little hidden spot in Winter Garden. Granted, it is. It's a blast. Every um, time we always get our usual spot. So, um, <laughs> right. guys, so uh, say to, what's up, guys. Uh, my name is Remy. I'm the host of the Goof Duck Podcast. My co-host is always the Joy Mazant. What's up? What's up, fam? And guys, we have, we have a very special guest. She has been on my previous pa- podcast. Uh, I think it was like a fourth, what, fourth, fifth episode that you I were think so, on? Yeah, yeah. Like that. Guys, the voice you guys, the voice you guys are hearing is Amelia. Hello. AKA, AKA we call her the Little Mermaid. AKA we call her the Jungle Jungle Skipper. AKA we call her the the Ghost Host. So well, they said, there, I mean, you, you got go. a, you've got many. Uh, I'm told you have many uh, roles. Tell us, what what is it that you do? Uh, I'm a Jungle Cruise skipper. I also work at the Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, and the Liberty Bell Riverboat. Good Lord, multitask. Yeah. I didn't know that was an option. I thought mm-hmm. they stuck you on a ride, and that was just that was where you <laughs> remained. No, hey, but you can uh, cross train in your uh, in your land as long as you stay in the land. Yeah, that's rad. Yeah. So like for me, when I was working for when I was working in Tomorrowland, you can you can get cross train. Uh, with Space Mountain, Astro Orber, Buzz Lightyear, okay. Tomorrowland Speedway. So are the uniforms the same mover. for all those rides? Is that why? They're different, yeah. Oh, different. okay. Except for Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland's the same. Same uniform, it's matter where costume. you are. Oh. Same costume, same everything. That's cool. Yeah, because those Pirates of the Caribbean costumes are red. Yeah. I love, I'm a big fan of, have you ever thought about trying to get into the Pirates League? Oh yeah, I would love to do that. That looks fun. That's merchandise, so they're a different line of business. There you go. But uh, I love their costumes. They'd be super fun to work there. I learned something new today. Alright guys, so usually we do, since we do come to the Crooked Cam Brewing Company, proud sponsor for the Goof Duck Podcast, uh, we take this moment, we go around the table and say, hey, what in the world are we drinking drinking today? So well, you, you got the usual. I got my I got the usual the mixed swagger. That's like their what would we say? That's their uh, if this was Anheuser Busch that would be their Budweiser. That's their that's their their OG. It's a red it's a red ale. Is it's it a, really? It's a red ale. 
It's funny. It looks like an Yingling to me. The McStuger, the McStuger was their, the McStuger was the Budweiser oh, beer. Okay. The McSwagger is their brown, the brown ale, uh, resembles of uh, Sam Adams a little bit. Nice. That, that really good hoppy and Sam Adams taste. What are you I, drinking, bud? I stayed a uh, holiday season. I'm doing that sugar plum sour again. Oh, of I'm just, I love a sour <laughs> beer because if you're only gonna have one, a sour beer is normally the way to go for me. You got, you got, you got to have more. And where, do you, what are you drinking? Are you drinking? Uh, this a, is the uh, wizard party, so I also went seasonal. It's like a nice dark beer. It's very good. So, uh, is it a black stout? Is that what it is? It's a, it's something to start. It's like the very if you if you like like Guinness, you would really enjoy this beer. Oh, see, I love. Yeah. See, I do, I do like Guinness uh, with uh, uh, with a little shot of Jameson on the side and uh, a Bailey's. Boom, that's my car bomb right there. <laughs> I love I love an Irish car bomb every once in a while. So you've been to Crooked Can before, right? I have, yeah. Okay. So what do you uh, what do you like about the Crooked Can Brewing Company? Oh, it's it's really nice. It's like local. They have a lot of variety. Awesome. Um, I like the atmosphere, like all the brick and everything, and it is very like relaxing. We have a lot of things at the market. A lot of people are out. Well, on the uh, on the previous previous podcast, uh, we had a very special guest on uh, the other day. We had my wife on the show. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, what, the way she described it for the barrel room, uh, it's like an, old, like an old saloon, like an old style western, oh, yeah, really western saloon, yeah. you know? Minus the, uh, minus the cowboys and the poker tables. But they and do a good job here of like, like what looks like old reclaimed wood that they probably sanded, shined different yep. colors. It's beautiful. It's well done. After that, after that episode, we actually stopped and got uh, the donuts. So we, oh, you did? We tried every single flavor. Good oh, Lord. wow. <laughs> so what's the best flavor of donuts? Uh, there's cinnamon, there's cinnamon roll, the cinnamon, the cinnamon, cinnamon roll. I'll tell you, man, if, if you're talking dessert, though, the best dessert, I mean, I'm thinking the best dessert in a theme park in the world is still over at Confisco's. They make uh, bread pudding, but they use croissant batter. Ooh. That that S will melt in your damn mouth. Oh, that sounds amazing. That's a good that snack. Where is that? Uh, Confisco's, when you walk into Islands of Adventure, it's right oh. there on the corner. Yeah. Oh, so they do not do happy hour anymore at the backwater. No. It's been four years. That's how long it's been since I drank at that bar. Wow. I went and I'm like, yeah, happy hour. They're like, oh, we haven't done happy hour in four years. I was like, good lord. Wow. So that's I, I'm old man now. That's I was in the back It was a good jam. So tell us from the behind the scenes, what's new in uh, in uh, Adventureland? What's what's new? What's exciting? Um. Well, uh, today actually was the last day of the Jingle Cruise holiday overlay. Mm. So Aww. we are going back to our Christmas jungle field tomorrow. Over. It is officially over. Are they going to um, get rid of the Christmas music? Uh, yes, they're getting rid. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes. So. And, uh, it's it's nice. Like I love that icicle lights on the castle, mm-hmm. but um, the rest of it it gets a little old a little fast. But it, so jungle's I- been really fun. Um, right. Our jingle's been really fun, but uh, it's uh, November 2nd to uh, January 5th this year was our jingle season, right. so we are going back to our regular spiel tomorrow. Regular spiel. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I, have, I have Christmas music PTSD. Oh, yeah. My first job, I was a radio DJ when I was 16 years old, and the station I worked for, um, I'm, they might not be listening, but shout out to WKSTFM, Star 92.1, out of Newcastle, uh, Pennsylvania. I was 16 years old. I'll never forget that job. The day after Thanksgiving, we went to 24-7, 365 Christmas music until January 2nd. All day, every day. In an eight-hour shift, you would hear over 120 Christmas songs. And you were just... And now I hear Christmas music and I get like a nervous twitch. I'm I've like, never understood why um, on radio stations they always pick like the same 20 songs and mm-hmm. the same like five covers of each song. 
because, what you have the rights to. Oh, because I was like, there are like millions and thousands of Christmas song songs. Yeah, you there could like is. never play the same one twice and you would have like it's all about, two months worth. It's all about copyright. It's all about, it's all about copyright. It's, it's like, well, we can play this song twice a day for $100 a day, or we can play this song 15 times a day for $30 a day. Apparently, somebody else is getting a damn hippopotamus for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I have a uh, Pandora station, actually, that I used during holidays, of punk pop Christmas yes. music. Cool. And that I like. Gwen that. Stefani, Oi to the World. Yes, yeah, stuff like a, that. And um, I'm like, um, oh, like, I want an alien for Christmas. And, like, you know, all of, like, the punk pop That's Christmas cool. music. Yeah. So then what was your, let's see, when, when did you graduate high school? Uh, 2008. Okay, so... Let's see. What was your What was your jam? What did you listen to in high school? What was your favorite band? Oh gosh, were you um, my Chemical Romance girl? I was girl? a huge Evanescence fan, oh, and cool. I also really liked like Good Charlotte. Nice. And um, luckily, I've like been since I've been out of high school. I have um, been crossing off bands off my bucket list. Oh nice. So I've gotten to see Evanescence, Good Charlotte, Fall Out Boy. Uh, simple plan. I've been like doing That's all right. of the, trying to cross off all my high school favorites. So who's ne- So who's next on your list? Ah uh, gosh. Um. I'm not sure. The the last one I went to was in November. I went to uh, Taking Back Sunday. No way. Okay. Really I saw I saw Taking Back Sunday when I just moved to Florida. It was about 15 years ago, and it was Taking Back Sunday opening for Blink 182. <gasps> oh. But but here's the best part. The middle band was Cypress Hill. Oh. It made no sense. <laughs> That's really <laughs> random. No sense. It made no Cypress sense. Cypress Hill. But it worked. Yeah. It was cool. It the was openers very cool. for when I went to Fall Out Boy. It was like gym class heroes and the plain white tees. So it was also that was back when they did Cupid's Chokehold. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And I think it was like cute as Barbie Aimport was a really random lineup. <laughs> it was just like, okay. Alright, so this this whole podcast is music, complex. It's just us hanging it's out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about theme parks at some point, so we have to because that's the backbone. We of have to. Yeah. So we so we just found out that uh, actually a couple of attractions are just now opening up. Yes. Or or it has already been open. Uh, for one is the Rise of Resistance that mm-hmm. has already been open, and the next attraction will be Mickey and Minnie's Railway uh, Runaway Rail Card. And then Gar- Guardians is opening in there too. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I all the Guardians. So what's that? It's right. basically going to be a rock and roller coaster. Yeah, like uh, it has the uh, first backwards launch, so that's going to be intense. It's going to go backwards <laughs> from zero to sixty, so it's going to be really cool. Yeah, they have the um, if you go to the Epcot Experience right now and the. Uh, I forget what they call that building. I think it's like the Odyssey building over near oh, like yeah, yeah. Pavilion. They actually have like some of the, you can see like the ride vehicles. No. For, oh, for yeah. Because I know they, they have the Tron ride vehicles they out do, front of um, yes. Space Mountain. You and can they ride also, you can see the, uh, they don't have like a model yet, but you can see like pictures of the uh, the Ratatouille one as well, which is amazing. Oh, boy. Well, Tron, yeah. well, Tron and uh, Gardens of the Galaxy are actually the same, the same company who build those both attractions. Nice. They actually build the same the same ride vehicles for, for that attraction. So the same people who built Going to Galaxy attraction, they also build the same ride vehicles for Tron as well. Nice. I don't know if you guys have been watching the Imagineering story on Disney Plus. I have. But in yeah. episode six, which I think was the last episode, they actually talked a lot about some of the newer attractions. And they showed some things like uh, the Rise of the Resistance and uh, Ratatouille. What What's really the game changer? Is so flights of passage from Avatar. That's a sick ride. It I mean, is. They, 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 well done. Oh yeah. Yeah. But when you ride, have you? I mean, have you seen anything about uh, Rise of the Resistance? I've watched the ride through on YouTube like a dozen times, but I haven't seen <laughs> it yet. It's every time I take a family to that park, and they're like, "What is this ride like?" And I'm like, "It's you can't describe it. Yeah. It's it starts as a um, it starts as a 3D show, then it becomes a walking tour." Then it's a 3D simulator. Then it's a meet and greet. Then it's another 3D simulator. Then it's an actual ride. 
it's so hard to like how do you it's 23 freaking minutes long wow it's a long ride the queue itself looks like mm -hmm. amazing yeah Just, like, but and, and what i love is you can tell that they auditioned people for it because even the hourly cast member the person who's just as you as you walk out of one room, you you are at one point abducted by a star destroyer, and they're pulling you in. And you walk in, and it's this big room, and there's stormtroopers everywhere. And as you walk in, they're like, "Proceed forward, captives. Don't 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 stop." They'll like yell at you and tell you not to do things. But at the same time, they know you want to take pictures. They know you're fans, so they go. After you've documented how amazing the the uh, Imperials are, proceed. Like, the, it's not like, hey guys, go ahead and take your pictures. It's like, after you've documented uh, how amazing we are and how phenomenal we are, proceed to the next room for your interrogation. And then little things, like when you're in the next room, if you have a kid who touches a button, why are you touching my button? Uh, I don't know, stop touching my button. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so That's awesome. like you can tell that they, they're sold on how cool it right. is. Here's a, I mean, here's a way you can describe this ride, the uh, Rise of Resistance. It's half show and half ride. That's that's, so that's all it is. Ask, um, the the one ride I've never been on mm -hmm. is Tower of Terror because I do not like <gasps> drops. So for, from someone who is not a fan of freefall drop, how bad is the drop? On it's not bad so at all. So here's the deal: is the scariest part of that ride is the pre-show. Oh. And that's what I tell the little the little ones I take on that ride. <laughs> I'm like, if you can close your eyes and ears during the pre-show and not let the hype get you all worried, when you get on the ride itself. It's all flash and no substance. Mm -hmm. You go in the elevator and it takes you up part way, and then there's a mini pre-show that's supposed to scare you, and it takes you up a little bit more, and then you start rolling forward, you move, you go into a dark room, and then it makes the sound that sounds like breaking lumber, and then you fall, and then you go up and you fall, and you go up and you fall. It's, it's just not, it's, it, it's one of those things where if you are afraid of the dark, uh -huh. Don't do it, but if you're afraid of falling, it's not that scary. Okay, okay. But so imagine, you, imagine this: you are on, you're on a trampoline, right? Mm -hmm. Have you ever, have you been on a trampoline before, yeah, bouncing I've been on up and down? That's exactly. I just don't like the feeling you get the pit of your stomach when you fall. Like I don't like the drop on Splash Mountain for that reason. Okay. Really? So yeah, so I just didn't know like how bad Rise of the Resistance is for like someone. Oh, who I just, I just want to just pet you. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's all right. It's really not. Um, <laughs> shoot. Okay. I'm gonna have to rephrase that because. That's a 32-foot fall versus a 130-foot fall. Um, yeah, maybe you set that one out then. Yeah. <laughs> like, the one in California is cool because it's a Guardians one. Oh, yeah. It's the Guardians Tower. So, like, the whole time you're falling, like, Rocket Raccoon is, like, yelling at you and telling you to quit touching things and Groot just saying, I'm Groot. So it's super cute. <laughs> so. I, I hear that one's a little, like, less of a falling and more like a bouncing uh -huh. sensation. So I was like, Disneyland over Disney World. Nothing against Disney World, but Disneyland is so Oh, Disneyland so for sure. I love it. You been? Oh, yeah, three okay. times. I'm, like, addicted. There you go. Yeah, no, Disneyland is, is yeah. fun. Me? None. Not yet? Oh, you gotta go to Disneyland. You, got, you gotta That's the thing I wanna check out. For, that's the thing I wanna check out. I do wanna oh check gosh. out Disneyland and go to one in Tokyo. Now, the one in Tokyo is, is pretty cool. Uh, during the Imagineering, the Disney Imagineering on Disney Plus, they revealed Beauty and the Beast. They're gonna have, gonna have their own Beauty and the Beast ride. Oh, yeah, that looks amazing. The animatronics are Beauty like really cool. A Beauty and the Beast ride. Yeah. So, imagine, so imagine my ring. Uh -huh. The ring right here. You're in. It's like six people here, four people here, and two people right here in the front. This is the ride, this is the ride vehicle right, right here. Right. The ride vehicle is Chip, the cup. Okay. And you're just scrolling, you're just rolling around like this the entire time. Yes, it's a trackless ride, but you're inside Beast Castle. But and so, you get, I mean, their animatronics are like. Ha, um, are, have you been on Frozen? Yeah. 
it's, it's kind of like that with the like vision. the, the but here's my yeah. problem if we're inside chip then if you're doing the scale that means we're literally the size of bugs so is it all drawn to scale no it's not drawn no it's not i drawn think to scale. it's just like the theming that, of the vehicle less yeah. than like ratatouille where you actually are supposed to be the rats and they make everything to scale where that's just like a theming I just the, the big thing for me and that we've talked about it before and I'm still mm. mad about it I is know. that we're getting a Beauty and the Beast sing-along oh yeah I heard about that why are we getting a sing-along for these movies that the music isn't really that fun to sing along to why are we getting a Goofy movie sing-along yes oh, <laughs> you know I mean? that would be cool think about that why, like there are so many movies that had such clutch soundtracks why aren't we getting a sing-along to those one thing I do like though and I'm probably going to start like a whole war here so go ahead let's we'll start um, up bring so it so first of all let me preface that I never went to Epcot before 2010 so I don't have that same nostalgia for old Epcot that some people do but I really like the incorporation of like more Disney into Epcot with like adding things like the Ratatouille ride and things like the Frozen ride I think it really incorporates like um, things for all ages and also like we're bringing the characters and the culture so you can kind of immerse a little more and I, I like it I like that they're disnifying it a little bit no yeah. no, no I, I stand behind you on that one I, I don't I'm not a fan how can I say not a fan I'm, I'm not afraid of change yeah I embrace change as long as you keep it at its core Epcot is the experimental prototype community of tomorrow and if it stays that I don't care how you get like the ball ride, the, the mm-hmm. mission, not mission space, um, uh, spaceship, spaceship, Earth. spaceship Earth. So I can remember riding that when I was a kid, and it was like, someday you'll be able to video chat with somebody over a telephone, and you're like, well, yeah, we, it's called Skype, but yeah. someday you'll be able to play video games with a friend from Japan. I'm like, it's called Xbox Live. We have that. <laughs> Some days cars will drive them. We have that. But someday your mail, we have that. But someday we have that. Yeah. We have that. It's not, someday was three years ago. Mm-hmm. So instead of Disney saying, let's renovate this ride for things that are coming in 2030 Mm -hmm. or 2040, they're like, someday you'll be skiing in the Alps and you'll break your leg and a robot dog will come and perform surgery on you while you're drinking hot cocoa. And I'm just like, nah. That's not going to happen. Be real real with me, Disney. What year do you think that happens? And they're like, well, it'll probably happen around... Maybe 3,010, and it's like, then you blew it. Or you 20. Blew it, That's one thing that I really wish they would update is just, I, I love the ride mission space. But in the queue, when you see that little timeline of, like, first family in space in 2021, no, we've already missed that. Yeah, like, first, first family tomorrow, 2021. It's like, uh, I'm going to say negative ghost rider. You know what I miss the most about Mission Space? I miss seeing uh, Gary Sinise on the during the pre-show. Yeah, that, dude, I, yeah. I, I, dude, I miss the that. The pre-show makes me laugh now because yeah. the pre-show is like the girl who there's always like a girl who's Arab but speaks English, and, like 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 English accents. Like, welcome to this next ride. But no, 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 she's straight up is all like, mm-hmm. oh, welcome to this next attraction. So coming up next is our announcer, and like this dude looks like he's reading his lines from a cue card but he puts on his radio voice oh, yeah. like she's like and for you commander and he goes he turns and does that smug <laughs> like well, like he's doing like a shampoo commercial and he's like as you proceed forward make sure you step on the appropriate number that corresponds with the one you're on now and it's like it's like are you a radio announcer or are you an yeah, astronaut it's, it's weird okay what's, it's your, weird. what's your guys what are your guys favorite pre-shows oh, Fast oh. and the Furious Really? Fast and the Furious Supercharged, my favorite cue. <laughs> that, that is actually really cool. Favorite cue, worst ride. Favorite cue, okay. worst ride. All right. Now, what, what about you? Um, I don't know. Like, I, I used to work in Dino Land merchandise, and so I have a huge 
love for the um, Dr. Seeker. Hello <laughs> there. I just love it. It's, there's it's always, iconic. Every time I go in there, there's always somebody who sees Felicia Rashad come up and goes, Dr. Huxtable's wife. I'm going to put the pill in the drink and my wife Camille. And I'm just like, I'm going to go back in time and eat jello with the dinosaurs. Okay, mine, mine would be, it's an old school ride. Jimmy Neutron. Oh, I remember that. It was my, it was my favorite, it was my favorite one because I used to work at Jimmy Neutron. That was my favorite pre-show of all. But at Disney, ooh, oh, you know what? That's actually kind of hard on me. I mean, Disney. There, there's a lot. Yeah, like I can't even but, think of. I'm just not a fan of. The stretch room at Haunted Mansion. If you're going, that is really. I'll tell you. So the stretch room at Haunted Mansion is basically like the game of blackjack at a casino. It's super cool and I love it until you meet the a-holes that frequent it. Oh, I don't they, care like, that you know every word. Say it Can you please yeah. just I can't that is my that is my most hated like if if your if your grandest moment in life is that you memorize the cue to the haunted mansion, you need to reassess <laughs> said life. Okay. We, we don't like those people either. Like in, in the attraction, and our our very least favorite people. So if you are listening and you are that person, please stop screaming. Please do not yes, the, scream. Yes, the scream when you see when the, the lights go out. Please. It's so because then it then it goes and I it's it's that because it that um, transcribes into other rides. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden the lights go out and somebody screams. It's like, why are you screaming? This is Cinderella. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing scary about this chick. Oh, that's a, a pre-show that I think is like better than the actual attraction. It's um, Enchanted Tales with Belle. Agreed. Like, I like that one. Mirror, I do. It's so great. And then like, like Lumiere is really cool and Cogsworth, but it's basically watching audience members act out a story. So the attraction isn't that great, but it's worth it to see the pre-show. See... This is, why, this is why we got a good guest on our you show. You nailed it. Man. She knows so, her stuff. Yeah, she knows a, a lot of stuff about Disney. Uh, so you, then you start working on you, you worked at Liberty Liberty uh, River. What is it called? Liberty, Liberty Bell Riverboat. Liberty yes. Bell Riverboat. Oh my gosh! I right. honestly, I'll be real with you. I can't stand that ride. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's it's a fun ride to work. Like I really like um, oiling the engines and everything. It's cool to watch it, but the narration is garbage. Cringy. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, well now. No. I always thought it was uh, and, uh, with Mark Twain. Like the voices, yeah. the voices drive you insane. Yeah. I do have a favorite pre-show. I forgot it. It's at Disney. What? Soren. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Patrick Warburton. Oh, I love Patrick Warburton. <laughs> yes. I love his voice. Yeah, was it? I and love especially, it. Especially these little beauties. Nice work, pal. Nice work, pal. <laughs> yes, that's a great that's one. True. Just the way he goes, nice work, pal. <laughs> that's a guy who made a career out of having... And I remember they interviewed him on the radio. Not him, but the other guy that, that he always gets mistaken for that they joke about. Um... Oh come on, the dude from it is going to absolutely. Go, go ahead. Look, look, look it up. Look, talk we'll, we'll talk yourselves. about this. So, <laughs> let's get back to Pat, Patrick Warburton for one second. Did you guys know that Patrick Warburton did a, did the original voice for Buzz Lightyear of Star Command and the the Disney animated series? I, I just I just know him as Kronk. Yeah, Kronk. Yeah. They Kronk, but he also did Buzz Lightyear. So oh, I never knew that. That's mm-hmm. fascinating. And I I mean I loved him in uh, that one show uh, Rules Rules and Engagement. With uh, David Spade, uh, Patrick Warburton. I just know him as uh, as Crunk and as uh, Joe from Man, Family yeah. Guy. Okay, Joe. Okay, Clarkson. well, yeah, yeah, but he made so much money playing Joe. Uh, oh yeah. Seth MacFarlane rolled the check for literally two point six million dollars just play just play Joe for this many seasons. So I'm like, hmm. Uh, why can't Rob Riggle? Oh, man, that guy's awesome. I actually met him. I actually met Rob Riggle. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Rob Riggle and Patrick Warburton, it's funny because they do look similar, 
so he he was on the radio and they made that joke oh about how like they know each other and they've talked to each other before and he's and they laugh because they don't sound anything alike but they just they look enough <laughs> like the people are like oh you're that guy who plays Joe Swanson he's like that's not me <laughs> although he could do the voice of him pretty pretty darn good well he's I remember him from he's the dude from um, Step Brothers Step like, Brothers pow, pow. Yeah. <laughs> pow. that's awesome the Catalina wine mixer that, pow that's such a, my gosh <laughs> I mean, he's been, I mean, all these dogs, all these dogs running around. I love man. it, dude. I love, I, I love dogs. <laughs> it just makes it. it I've always wanted like a corgi, but I work so much that I don't. think Yeah, I, can I have a dog, dachshund, and I have trouble with that because Aww. if I have a long yeah. day, like there, there are days where I'll meet the family at six in the morning for Star Wars, and they're like, we're having so much fun. We should keep this going. And next thing you know, it's like nine at night. I come home, and it, he's like, Pete, everywhere. It's like son of a gun. Yeah. All right, let's get let's get back to the one thing that we did, we did talk about earlier, which um, during our previous. Uh, podcast, you know, we're talking about it. Dude, look at this shirt I am wearing. Marvel uh, Comics, what do you got? Look at that, buddy. Yes. <laughs> the look, Avengers, look that shirt. I see the Goblin, awesome. I see Venom. Thanos. But here's one. But here's one guy I did not see on here. I did not see your rock buddy on here, man. Where Where's is Iron he? Man? Yeah, no, no, I'm saying the rock buddy. Oh, you your rock buddy from, oh, from Thor. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I made the joke last time. It's, tell my, it's my tell, favorite tell line it. from, it's my favorite line from the movie is when Thor and and the rock guy are sitting on the couch. Oh, I'm sorry, they're they're at Ragnarok and they're getting attacked. He's like, he's like, I'll just I'll miss my ammo. He's like, oh well, you miss your ammo, really? It's it's odd. And he's like, it just I used to spin it and it would you know pull me off the ground. And he goes, oh, your hammer pulls you off. Sounds like you have a rather intimate relationship with your hammer. And it's, I remember him saying, your hammer pulls you off. And I cried. I was in the theater, crying. And it was it's like people are like is it that funny? I'm like it is that funny. I'm crying profusely. Definitely, crying. I like those jokes that they like put in that like kids wouldn't get, but like adults are just. Like, <laughs> but and the adults are laughing so hard that the kids are laughing at the adults. It's brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Disney writes the book on how to write the book. They know oh, the yes. Okay, so do you have any questions for her about her attractions, like art, like uh, Jungle Cruise, uh, Haunted Mansion? Is it true? The Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down all the time because of how fat Americans are. Um, I don't know if that's right. Well, I mean, kind of. Yeah, we get a lot of folks that are stuck, so that is part of the reason. The other reason is because the ride is like Cursed. really old. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So <laughs> the between the ride system and like the the boats getting stuck, yes, that that is a problem. Okay, and it, and it needs a little. We, we do try to like balance the boats, so we try to like, put, like you know. Maybe heavier people in the middle, or like more people in the middle than like on okay. the end, stuff like that. But I mean, it does. <laughs> you sir, you the one that came here in a rascal scooter. We're gonna have you sit on one side, and your buddy sit on the other. <laughs> no, don't sit on the same side. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. Don't don't break uh, the right. So what? Uh, how small is the uh, control room in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? In Pirates, you can actually see it. Like if you're in the boat, it's the in the top, in the right? Bar, yeah, I thought you so. can see it. It's kind of like um, it's a small world. You can like see the person in the bridge. Ours is just like that. Is it is it like the um, the people mover in Tomorrowland where there's cameras everywhere and high school kids should stop making out? Yes. Okay. It's thank exactly you. Like there that. you go. You it's heard exactly it here first. Like Quit making out. And just because Quit. it's dark, they are infrared cameras, so we can still see you in yep. the dark. And we know what you're doing, mm-hmm. and we're going to tell your parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Amen. What else? Let's see. Okay. Uh, oh. Um, Haunted Mansion isn't one of the one of the headstones is a is an e-brake correct? No. No. See, no, I've actually never heard that one. But I no, heard that one of the headstones is an e-brake in case something goes wrong and a cast member can jump out of the thing and 
kick the headstone and it shuts the ride down like it's an emergency that's stop. That's fascinating. Wow. That's not a thing, but that's See? really cool. That's, this is why we invited Thank that's, you. That's not a thing. Man, we got live too. Thanks a lot, Disney. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, this is all stuff I'm learning. This is really cool. And I, right. I think I mentioned it the last time. Uh, mm-hmm. You asked me if Pirates is haunted, and it's not haunted. I what? heard it too. I heard it was haunted by a guy who worked there, and he yeah. died, and if you don't yep. say good morning to him whenever you start the shift. That's, See? that's not a thing. But, See? But I love these rumors. Yes. Because, like, oh, uh, I think the most interesting rumor I've heard was... Um, a lady asked me one time when I was at End of Line at Mansion if it was true that when one summer when there was a full moon it would shine through the eye and like a circle and you could see like Madame Leota in the window of the Haunted Mansion and I'm like no but that would be some like crazy imagineering to make that happen. I was about happen. to say that would be dope. Like, man, Disney's that stuff. would be dope. <laughs> <laughs> so, like national treasure. I want to say track I want to say track on the Haunted Mansion for a little bit. Uh, so the one in Walt Disney World. Uh, do you guys want to know how Disney came up with the idea of the Haunted Mansion? What's that? It's a little back history for it. So Disney, uh, he took his family to New Orleans, and while he was on vacation with his family, they were just driving around this little area. This is before Treme, like the Treme area of okay. New Orleans. All right. Uh, so he, him and his family drove around, and Disney was looking at these old mansions and the 99 Happy Haunts. All right. That is actually a thing that has to do with the Haunted Mansion. Okay. The 99 Happy Haunts means it was 999 miles away from Baltimore. That, oh. This is where oh. this is where Disney got his idea for the Haunted Mansion. Okay. There's a mansion that's 999 miles away from where he was living, and that's where he got that's where he got the idea for the Haunted Mansion. Neat. It was all because all because of Baltimore and New Orleans because of those old nice fancy mansions in those that's areas. That's rad. So that's yeah. Cool. And it was supposed to be like a museum originally, like a museum mm-hmm. of the odd. I think they talked about that a little in the Imagineering story, where like there were two Imagineers, and one of them wanted it to be silly, and one of them wanted it to be scary, and then. We we're gonna have like this whole random museum, and they kind of all compromised and put some things from the museum in, and made half of it silly and half of it scary. Well, it's, re- it's like Pirates was originally supposed to be a wax museum of like famous pirates from history, uh, yeah. so it was gonna have like Blackbeard and stuff. But they decided to make it a little more interactive rather than just going through a wax museum. And the one at Disney World actually wasn't supposed to exist. It was supposed to be a Frontierland themed boat ride. And guests kept asking where Pirates was because it was so popular at Disneyland that they just kind of put it in, and that's why ours is only half as long as Disneyland. Yeah, because the one at Disneyland has two drops. Yeah, yep. and it's got like twice as many show scenes. Oh, I think there's a 17 minutes. Ours is eight. Oh man, it's so good. The cornbread. Yes. Corn the cornbread, bread. and this is some. This is a fun fact. If you are in California and you're in the Blue Bayou, and you order their jambalaya. If you tell the server, this is the best jambalaya I've ever had, I sure wish I had the recipe, they will print the recipe up for you and give it to you on a piece of paper what? on how to make their jambalaya. Oh man, that's awesome! That is that. And then here in Disney World, if you go to the Liberty Tree Tavern and you have their uh, strawberry vinaigrette dressing, mm-hmm. same thing. If you ask for it, they'll print you a recipe on how to make their strawberry vinaigrette dressing. Ooh, that's it's so delicious. Because cool. you have to build it in layers. Ooh. It's really good. Okay, so who are you guys' favorite announcers? Uh, is it a guy on the monorail system? The guy who does all the, all I the like, power displays? I like the dude from the, um, ironically you haven't seen it yet, I like the dude from the Tower of Terror because I think it's the same yes. guy that does the voice of Winnie the Pooh. Oh. No, Jim, that, that'd be Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings did the original voice of Winnie the Pooh. That guy actually did the original voice for uh, Jiminy Cricket? No, no. He did the only, 
it was like a, a sissy show. Or my mom told. It's me. what I figured. But it's that same era. It's same but, era, but, but yeah, he did not do the original voice for Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh was uh, Jim Cummings, with Jim Cummings did the voice for Darkwing Duck, when oh Winnie the Pooh, and he did he did he did this voice. Hey, Shay, how you doing? This is Ray from the Bayou. Fall that bouncing butt. What? Yep, oh, he, he was did. Firefly? He was he did was Firefly. He oh. was Ray. Wow. I think my favorite announcer is actually, um, and I can't remember his name. I feel really bad for it. Um, he does the Spanish safety spiels for both the Haunted Mansion <laughs> and Pirates. Yep. It's the same guy, and his That's voice is amazing. funny. I think mine is... is... <laughs> yes. You know what I bums me it. out is for Slinky Dog, because it, unfortunately he yeah. passed away, is it's not Jim Varney. Yeah, but he was the first guy to ride Splash Mountain. Oh. Yeah. yeah, there was a TV special in the early 90s called Ernest Goes to Splash Mountain, and Jim Varney is Ernest P. Worrell. He was the first guy to ride Splash Mountain. Rest in, cool. rest in peace, buddy. Yeah. Debuted on my birthday, July 17th. That's right. Oh, wow. Yeah, I have the same birthday as Disney. Same year awesome. as Disneyland. Yes. My favorite, I think my favorite one is, my favorite pre-show will be Big Thunder Mountain. It's the wildest ride in the wilderness. That's got a cool backstory. If you look up the backstory for that one, it's all about like some old redneck, Barnabas T. Barnabas. He's got like some old prospector name. And you gotta Google it. It's a cool story because. Does he have a headstone at the Haunted Mansion? Isn't there a Barnabas? I'm gonna look it up now that you yeah. say it. It might be. <laughs> That's brilliant. So we're, uh, so let's see here. So at the Haunted Mansion in Disney World in Florida, that room is actually a stretching room. The one in Disneyland is down. actually is an elevator shaft. Well, because we can't go down because we're below the water table in Florida. Boo. So if it would go down, it would flood. Yeah. I boo, remember that. boo, boo. All right, so let's, uh, we'll, we'll keep with the theme parks for a little bit, but... Uh, Haunted Mansion is, uh, there's it's, that whole yeah. ride. Everything about that ride is a story. Yeah. Like the fact that the friggin' the chick who does the... The, the, the head. Madame Leota. Madame Leota is, yeah. um, she was Maleficent. Ella, That's Ella, right. Well, her voice is Eleanor Audley of Maleficent, and then her face is Leota Toombs. And uh, little Leota at the end is the voice and face of Leota Toombs. Neat. Yeah. But they thought her voice was a little too sweet to be Madame Leota because she's not. All right, Pop Quiz. Who, who did the voice of the ghost host? I can't remember his name. He was uh, also Tony the Tiger. That's right. Um, his uh, picture is in the stretch room, the guy with the brown hat on top of the quicksand. That's the face of the guy who does the quicksand. Really? Mr. Yes. Paul, yes. Paul Freeze. Really? Freeze. Yes, that's right. Paul Freeze. Oh, my dang. That's, uh, I, my, my goal with companies to become a VIP tour guide, and so I guess I should memorize these things if I want to do keys tours. And Paul, Freeze, and Paul Freeze did, uh, he actually did some music with the Sherman Brothers as well. No kidding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, I love. Did you watch um, Walt Before Mickey? Yeah. Yes. Oh man, that like but, I don't cry at movies, but that movie like. I actually have a good like, friend who was actually in that movie <laughs> as an extra. No kidding. Yep. He's he my cool. next door. My next the, door neighbor. The thing that gets me with that movie is I love whenever he was like, Walt, I want you to meet my friends. This is Mel Blank, and this is Fris oh, yeah. Freeling, and I'm like, because <gasps> yes. those were the guys that did the cartoon voices oh, yeah. for Bugs Bunny and Daffy yeah. Duck and all the Looney Tunes. And of Iwerks, like pretty much yes. all of the great, um, the I think. Pretty much all of the animation greats were in like that small group of people that worked in the yeah. studios, with the exception of um, Max Fleischer. Okay. Oh wow. Like, yeah. Because yeah. so, he was the other all right. OG animator. That's amazing. Let's go. Let's talk some more. Uh, we were going to talk about this on the previous podcast earlier uh, with you, me, and Jen. Uh, music. Let's get back. Let's get back to music all right, for a little it. bit. So, have you been to uh, Have you been to the Winter Park District at all? To the Winter Park District, like yeah, part? like Winter Park, Winter Park, Florida, like yeah. Winter Park, like Fairbanks area. Yeah. Uh, so there's a place. It's called the Blue Bamboo Performing Arts Center. 
Uh, I've heard of that. I haven't been there. This is where you guys can find all the live music from like all the jazz, different jazz musicians. Oh. There's a bar right down here in where the garden is called Polar's, and they do open mics there every once in a while. They do jazz bands. They okay. do. Uh, it's pretty cool. cool. So I'm just give I'm gonna give them a huge shout out to them to the Blue Bamboo Blue Bamboo Performing Arts Center and off of Fairbanks Avenue right near Kentucky. Uh, if you guys don't know where Kentucky Avenue is, it is right near Dubstred Golf Course. Oh, yeah. So you guys want to okay. check that out, go ahead and check that out. Go onto, onto the website, theblueboomperformingartscenter.com and check out all of their upcoming music. Now back to the music, you, Amelia, you were a candlelight singer, were you not? I was, yeah, this is actually, I just finished my fourth year in the candlelight choir at Epcot. Nice. It's, uh, it's really fun. I've been in it since 2016, and it's always a really good time. All right, That's right. What, was a fair, what was a fair narrator this year? Ooh, um, I always really enjoy, um, I've gotten to be in two shows with her now, Whoopi Goldberg, she's always great. Nice. She's a really good narrator. I still like, I like the random ones. I like when they bring people in and they're like, what the... Yeah. I love the Trace Atkins did it the one year. Oh yeah. And that was so brilliant because he's all he can his voice is like so deep that you're just you're laughing. Oh, yeah. Like it didn't sound <laughs> natural to hear this man talk about it. He's like, and then I look him in the eye and say that baby Jesus. My my favorite narrator I think I was ever was actually Anthony Mackie oh, yeah. from Marvel and he oh, was nice. so funny. The like Falcon? some of his personal yeah okay. some <laughs> of his personal anecdotes that he put in, like the intro and they were just they were so great. He was really fun. <laughs> Should cool. be in a show. <laughs> so uh, my favorite would be uh, NPH as and always, and uh, Warg, Warg Davis. Oh I, yeah, I like him. I like him every once in a while. I got to be in a show with him. I uh, Mingna Wen was really cool. She was uh, oh nice. I, I still haven't gotten a slot with Neil Patrick Harris. I just mean, <gasps> personally got a request. Is that a big deal? Uh, ho yeah. Hopefully that'd be on your bucket list yeah, to be on to be on his is. show I for next year. Gotta meet Doogie. Yeah. So, did you meet any uh, during Candlelight? Did you meet any other musicians that were playing for Candlelight uh, besides Doc Sinclair, who does all the conducting? Oh yeah, and the, there's him, and there's um, it's uh, always uh, Jonathan Ren. Okay. Or something is his last name. Right, Doctor right. Sinclair, like the two um, conductors. Um, Very cool. But like uh, the the tree choir, like the people in green, were all cast members, and the orchestra are all cast members, and then everyone in gold is um, high school honors courses, and then oh. the people in red, of course, are the Voices of Liberty. So it's kind of nice. Like, Damn. Uh, a hodgepodge of people. It's it's really. Well, we got some. We got. I got some friends in Voices of Liberty, <laughs> and they'll be on our podcast uh, in cool. in the nearest future. So we can we can talk to them as well. All right. Uh, so we're 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 both nerds here and geeky whatever, all damn and, we, and we all love to we all love to drink and whatnot. <clears throat> so let's go let's get to Marvel for a little bit. Right. Marvel. I don't care about I don't care about Star Wars right now. Actually, you know what? Take that back. You sent me an, you sent me an article the other day. Uh, did you hear uh, that Universal is in the talks for a Lord of the Rings section? I did hear about that. That would Take be really fun. Take me down really to the shower. Fun. I'm the head down to the shower. Yeah. I'm all I, I heard they're building Nintendo World too. Yeah. Nintendo yeah. World. I'm really <laughs> yeah, excited about that. But the Nintendo World is actually going to be opening in 2024, uh, 2025 okay. in uh, Epic Universe, the newest. So they're uh, not going to put it in the kid zone of Universal? No. What's going to go back oh. there? We don't know. That's did, the thing. Universal's not in no. Yeah. Yeah, that's all shut down, and they're they're cleaning that up right now, piece oh. by piece. Barney, no. Barney just can't cash checks anymore. Nope. <laughs> that big purple dinosaur. Yeah. I mean, my, I didn't know if that was still like a thing. Like, do kids still like Barney? Nope. Well, my dad, uh, my dad, my dad actually did the original music for Barney at Universal. He did that's all cool. the, he did all that music. Oh, wow. And anytime his uh, 
his NASCAP came in. For those who don't know, NASCAP is a full list on where you can see your music been played, okay. uh, like around the country. Oh, cool. So my dad showed me his NASCAP. I'm like, Barney, Universal Studios, twelve hundred dollars. I'm like, how the what? <laughs> nice. I'm sorry, how much? That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was roughly like twelve hundred, fifteen hundred. I'm like, Dad. Are there some things you want to tell me that you, you were keeping it, you know, I'm telling you, dude, you'll, make, you'll make more money. You could write a song, sell a song, and make a couple of bucks, but all you need is one Rolling Rock jingle. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? And you're like, I'm good, I'm retired. Yeah. Yep, Spin my jingle, the song behind it, the song behind us that's uh, playing right now, Jump, Jump by, Van by Van Halen. That oh, was yeah. a, it was actually a jingle for a commercial. Really? But the magic, but it was for the NBA. So they use it. They used drum during tip-off. Oh, no kidding. So when, when all the basketball players would come up... Like and back in 84? Back in 80, as before, mid-80s. Mid let's, okay. let's, let's go with that. Let's, let's just round this was around the 1984 album. Yes. So during the, I don't know if you follow sports or anything, but uh, during the NBA past 80s and 90s era, they'll put this song during tip-off because it's a good get the crowd hype and everything, you know, and be like, all right, guys, it's tip-off time, let's go. So you hear Van Halen, everybody jumps out of their seat like, all right, jump. I'm like... Nice. Okay, well, what's next? Oh, Queen, we will rock you, and then we are the champions, and then that's a whole set. Yeah, I think Osborne could have written Crazy Train and nothing else, and he would nope. be retired. Yeah, oh, he would have. He's done. <laughs> oh, oh well, man. So, it's been a good, no, man, it's a good run. Yes. It's, it's been a good time. It's been a great episode. But, um,. We got to go. Yes, we, we got to do our to show. Go. We have to do uh, tidbits tonight. That's right, guys. Uh, this episode, you guys can hear this episode on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts. And uh, for those great, uh, if you guys want to follow us on on our uh, social content media, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, and also on YouTube for those amazing Goof Doug videos, which we'll be posting soon. Uh, hopefully in the nearest future, once I go back out to the park. Uh, you guys will see some videos for all of the attractions at all of the theme parks, including Rise of the Resistance, and hopefully you guys will see some video for the Gardens of the Galaxy ride yep. once once it will open up. And my attraction, because Disney is using my name, so <laughs> thank you, Disney. Where are my where are my royalties? I need my royalties because you guys are using my name for the Ratatouille ride. This is not fair. <laughs> But uh, it's been a good time, y'all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out, uh, subscribing, and sharing. Uh, we will be back again next week uh, talking about... Uh, I got another trip to Star Wars coming up. All right. Uh, I'm going to buy my... Uh, I want to buy my Rancor teeth. Yes. To hold my beers. Yes. yes. 100 bucks well spent. All right, guys. So thank you so much for listening to the Goofed Up Podcast right here on Spotify. My name is Remy. What's up? I'm Joey. And our special guest is... Amelia. So guys, thank you so much for listening. You guys have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your day. You guys can hear us on Tidbits, uh, which is a Leslie Joe pod podcast. So tune in. We'll be on there. You guys have a great day. Peace out. <laughs>